And so just so. I want to see. I want to see too. That is the one thing I want for Christmas. A really good Dragon Ball Z film. Like a virus in your ears. We are everywhere. What can you tell me? He said, nothing. I have an NDA. I said, okay. Well, our computer overlords really are very nice. Summon Leviathan near, near a hydro plant and be like, got your power! Podcast number 78 of the Perjangers and Wallhangers. Hi, everybody. Hey, Perjangers and Wallhangers is live. And, and the sound works. The sound works. We, we do need to test that, apparently. And uh, this is, of course, the Triforce Podcast. I am Matthew Bucarell, the Batman. To my left is Christopher Bristow, the old man, and returned Bucarell to the right. And, yeah, all returned and well-rested up. It's uh, definitely a, a good podcast, man, because it's 78, because on 77, um, Steve and I, of course, Hero of Time, mascot Link here, uh, here uh, we uh, went out and watched uh, Star Wars, The Rise of the Skywalker, as you can see right here. Man. Um, JJ, very good job. Well done. Um, Excellent I, movie all around. With what you had after The Last Jedi. After the polished turd. Yeah, after the, the polished Jedi. turd. To still stick the landing. That's the most important part to take away from this. He stuck the landing. All threads tied up. Perfect Star Wars story right there. I'm not saying it makes up for Last Jedi, but my two favorite films of the trilogy are uh, Force Awakens and uh, The Rise of the Skywalker. Because... While it was playing it safe, it was still a good introduction for J.J. If he would have just kept that middle movie, man, it would have been perfect all the way through. Uh, I I would have rather seen um, J.J. do it, you know, start to finish. When you're when you take on a project like that, you should be fully invested and not being pulled away from the project. So. Yeah, but we also know that. Um, Um, we also know that J.J. had some stuff going on in the background because now he's head at Warner Brothers yes. for their creative content. So while there's probably talks of that, as he's like, oh, but I just did... Uh, Lord, this out. You know, and I think he kind of got stuck by that a little bit. Yeah, and, you know, Kathleen Kennedy you know, has gone on record and saying that there's no, there's no novels and books to, to, to pull comics, you know. Or oodles and oodles and oodles of comics that you can pull through, and they're all amazing. Yeah, that has been subsequently non-canon now. So. But then again, that's what they've been doing with like uh, the last week. We reported that they have a supposed surprise Star Wars series, which is Doctor Alfra, uh, a female doctor who's like on the Resistance, fighting up right against Vader, leading him into a trap of a Force cave that heightens his powers and makes him relive his worst memories. Like, and where did that come? The comics. Like, you thought of the comics. Just go off the comics that you have to do. And the games. That's what. Look at The Witcher. The Witcher, perfect example. It dropped. Can't. Can't talk about The Witcher enough. Henry Cavill, really amazing. It's really good. It's eight episodes. It's fantastic all the way through. The main thing... You know what? I'm just glad that I get to say, hey, even Superman's a gamer. Yeah. (laughs) I get to to tell my wife that every day. That story comes later, but with The Witcher, 
The main thing to take from this is that there are three timelines that you're viewing in the beginning. All right. You're seeing Yennefer, the Witcher, Gerald, uh, uh, Gerald of Riviera, and you're also seeing Siri. Uh, so did that have did, so them structurally in that way? Je- Yennefer is the first, first, furthest back by like thirty years. They're assuming. And then between Geralt and Ciri in the beginning, it's about like 15 years. And then eventually all the timelines diverge in a So It is weird how they start in different positions. But really, when the way when you watch the season, it's the only way... <laughs> I saw the article on it, and I was, just, I was saying, the Witcher timeline explained. And I was like, what are they talking about? It was kind of weird the first two episodes, but I'm seeing where they're going with it. And then I read the article, I was like... Oh, oh, well, that makes complete sense. <laughs> <laughs> Could it, and I'm just throwing this out as food for thought. Could they? The reason why they structured it is due to the actress passing away, as well. Yeah, you know what, man? It may have been that, but also I think that they could still save that because other people in this day and age have, day and age have successfully transferred a character over to another actor, and they're not the problem. Like so, when, they switch, when they switch Darren's. Game of Thrones as well. <laughs> Fresh Prince, they switched, switched on Viv, and nobody gave a crap. Yeah! <laughs> nobody cared at all. <laughs> they did reference her in that like that dream. In the season. first episode? Yeah, so dream. who's playing the mother this year? <laughs> <laughs> so you can check out pjwh.com. Uh, those are a couple of things. With, uh, like I said, Runaways, Season 3. Um, I'm really happy with that as a series. That and Cloak and Dagger for what they got. Obviously, Marvel is chopping the heads off of everything and bringing everything in. And they'll probably, who knows if they're going to bring it back. They're doing stuff with everybody. I can't say that there's no hope. I think they, they extended the, the, the spiderweb tendrils out a little too far. And realize that they kind of slightly overextended themselves, and they're doing the right thing. They're they're chopping off the they're, they're cutting the fat, trimming everything down, and they just want to produce quality content at this time. Yeah, they yeah. want to fox that stuff up. Now they still have Hellstorm in the, in the mix. Fox you, <laughs> <laughs> and you can see if the, all of our uh, content coming out on the SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean. All we got a lot of third party uh, podcasts views. So all the files are hosted at SoundCloud and and uh, RSS feeds. And we RSS feed them to Apple's tuned in Stitcher, Google Play. We uh, we got. Uh, iHeartRadio, we're on Spotify, we're on Podcast like Addict. A, like a virus in your ears, we are everywhere. <laughs> the, the herpes of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> not really the marketing that yeah, you really, really no, but no. You know what, we'll take whatever kind of press we can get. You can You're also like, no, no. contact us. Be like, hey, no, no, step away. <laughs> <laughs> you can contact us on the page as well. Let us know your name, your message, and your email. Stop and see us on our social media pages, and you see all this great content and more. Yep. So we also want to point you over to richstudios.com, Tales from the Morgue, Unfortunate Deaths in Unfortunate Ways, Episode 1 and 2 streaming now. Episode 1, uh, Clean Shave, and uh, Episode 2, Until Death, Great stuff and uh, only a couple minutes long, so it won't take much of your time, but it will be shocking. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know what? Uh, that also, we want to point out uh, the BOP, 
the Black Opinion Podcast with Matt Kennedy. Send yes. your ad, uh, attention over that way as well as uh, the Lights Head Breakdown with Teddy Schools and uh, the Thunderstorm Labs with Brennan Robinson. It's another one out there that want to spread the love like peanut butter of the on the internet. Peanut butter jelly time, man. Spread it out there. <laughs> Where he at? Right into the nerdy news. And this story is really cool, man. Popped up on my Facebook feed. And this one, Netflix orders an adult animated series, The Midnight Gospel, from Pendleton Ward and Duncan Trussell. Really big point I want to hit. The nail right on the head right here. An animator on this series is none other than my cousin Carl Doonan. Very proud of Cuzzo. He's getting a piece of his work on Netflix. He says that I went and talked to him about it, and I said, what can you tell me? He said, nothing. I have an NDA. I said, okay. <laughs> said, the only thing I can tell you is in that article. So I read the article. And <laughs> I can't tell you anything. could you just be like, you could you just get him on and say, Watch it. <laughs> Watch it. Yeah. But the main thing is that I was talking about is what do they what do they mean by adult animated series? More like uh, Family Guy's an adult animated series. Okay. Rick and Morty. It's an adult. Yeah. It's not in. It, it's not for the it's kids. Not, it runs with the vein. I mean, the woman is obvious. Uh, obviously, it's like from the video. From what there, it kind of looks like the person's topless. To me. Well, you can't see it because Chris's elbow is in the way. But yeah, see now she's clearly topless tanning out. And front it's of not a black trailer like it's it green, shows there. It's it's of. green teal. We have a problem with green. <laughs> the shades of green. Yeah. Fifty yeah. Shades of Green. There's the title. <laughs> so Netflix anyway. has ordered eight episodes of the adult animated series The Midnight Gospel from Emmy winning Adventure Time creator Pendle Ward and comedian Duncan Trussell. Tip Mouse, uh, Big Mouth uh, animators. They will be animating this show for this and uh, slated to premiere in 2020. Uh, co-created and executive produced by Warden Drussel, Midnight Gospel centers around Clancy, a space caster with a malfunctioning multiverse simulator who leaves the comfort of his home to interview beings living in dying worlds. The series is set in a fantasy universe, obviously. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not real? <laughs> no. Oh. So, damn it. They canceled those vacation plans. Do you think this is like time for Netflix to kind of regain its identity and what it, what its content is going to be. Because in previous years, it was Disney, yeah. Marvel, and then, you know, just soaking up other content. So now we got Nickelodeon's yeah. deal, and then we got, you know, them. Well, I think there's always a market for adult animate, uh, animate <laughs> animation. animation. The thing is, there's always a market for that. Because you have Rick and Morty. And you have those shows which are not for kids, but they are for the adult kids who really just like dark comedy and intelligent comedy at that. You're not going to find them on the mouse. Yeah. But well, at least not intentional. Yeah. I, I, I still see this as a smart move from Netflix because scooping up podcaster Duncan Trussell, comedian. Not only that. He is a Duncan Trussell family hour. Not only that, they're known as just letting people go. And that's what Carl was saying. He was like, they're just incredible. They just say, all right, you have your storyboards, you have your ideas. Is it brother or cousin of Mike? 
Yep. And I went to school with him. There you go. Mike is the Mike? yeah. He he's uh, a game developer. And yeah, he made Fight Club. I'm not holding that against him. No, that was several that. companies. Yeah, ago. several. He worked for. He's doing a lot of great work. Just like Carl, man, they're all doing great work. They like his flourishes. They like a lot of his artwork, and they give him a lot of rain. Just like Netflix is synonymous for. And, you know, only minor notes coming back of just, hey, let's do this and this. But it, I'm really excited for this. Of The whole premise of the show is really I'm exciting. glad that they have, you know, they, they let them creatively flourish. So. Yeah. And we yeah, all know. The days of the network grasp is over. No, you cannot show nipples at all. Or belly buttons on, what was it, on Star? <laughs> Something. I don't Star, know. It was Star Trek. They couldn't. The CBS didn't want to show belly buttons. Oh, yeah. At one point, the original Star Trek. Like none of these people do any sort of editing like that. Like no, no, no. Where Netflix and even Amazon's like, go. Yeah, and there's a lot of free reign there. So definitely want to bring spread the love on that one. Just like this one, Um, you may know the game Horizon Zero Dawn. They're getting a new comic series announced by Titan Comics. They announced the ongoing comic series based off of the game. Uh, the writer of the game, Ann Tool, is going to be writing the series as well. And she will. the series will take place after the events of the, game, uh, the first game. So maybe we're seeing a little interlude here in comic fashion. If you scroll down here, you'll even see the cover, which is very artistic cover-wise. They still may go with that kind of, of a drawing style, which is still kind of really... Uh, In-depth in there, I would say. It, it, part of Free Comic Book Day. Yeah, man, that's when it's being released. Three Free Comic Book Day. So, you can't... Why do you center on the ads? Keep going up. That's nothing. That's the next story. There you go. Yeah. So, that's the comic. And I would really like to see where they go with this. Um, I'm still looking for that on sale. I went out somewhere looking and scrounging around places and... Couldn't find uh, that or a couple other things. I, I think they're just going to add the comic in as a like a, a backstory to when the second one comes. They could do that they even just, as like a pre-purchase uh, bonus, a little or bonus. Make it like a free thing. That um, I mean, they're giving it away for free on free comic book day, so I don't know how much else, uh, how much <laughs> else are going to do there. Yeah, Besides, keep making it, and then they make money off it, and then hey, well, this it is a good way to get day. people yeah. interested by giving it away for free. And not many, I can say, not many people have really taken advantage of that in, in recent years. I mean, you know, you always have Star Wars out there with their comics and taking. Well, it's it's all about how how to. To parlay something free into an organic lead, so you know this is very smart on on their part, especially Sony and the and the company that made Horizon. Mm-hmm. So um, more power to them. I, okay, I, I still have to finish the game, so I'm going to be. That's actually one of my to do lists very shortly. Um, yeah, especially over this winter break. Yeah, I already uh, finished Outer Worlds. I'm going through Greedfall, so I'm I'm enjoying that, but. With the holiday season, you never know what kind of uh, deals they're going to have, especially on Steam. The Steam's winter sale is. I am going to revisit the age old pastime and killing little uh, little kids in Call of Duty that just. <laughs> so, that will be my day one. We all have ways of getting our kicks off, like the next story. This guy is getting his kicks off in a different way. Uh, Fifty Cent, you may know him, Curtis Jackson. He is producing. An animated black superhero series. Oh, I hate these ads. Just pause it. Pause There's no the video. 
scroll down. There you go. That's that's the info. That's all we want. That's the bread and butter. <laughs> Fifty. This superhero series is called Trill League. It's said to deliver a series that blends superheroes with hip hop, anime, topical issues. <laughs> okay. So okay. it's actually the base material, the original graphic novel, was written by Anthony Piper, and it will be executive produced by 50 Cent, as well as the comic book creators the, and the co-creators will be involved. Okay. The writer is going to be helping write the script as well. So it's... Uh, so he's just lending his name to give it a wider yeah. audience. He, well, his And to make some serious... Well, yeah, he wants to make money, because G-Unit Film and... Lionsgate Television are going to be putting this out, so we may see it come out to one of the streaming networks. Um, I'm, I would just like to see anything that has 50 Cent this excited to where, like, no, nah, this needs to be made. I can make it happen. Are we, are we I invested very heavily in Bitcoin in the beginning. Don't <laughs> worry, I got this. That's <laughs> <laughs> how we still relevant. Are we going to be listening to, to every three minutes of of what's being created, of hearing them say, Gee, you nit! <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's an interesting premise because it's an era of is social justice and internet trolls for a league of black superheroes. The Trill League is tasked with saving the world from monsters, supervillains, and haters of all kinds. And? Getting ready for a remixed rendition of your favorite superheroes that the series satirizes modern American society. Don't so, we already have that? Yeah, in a couple of different ways, but this is going to be the black version. Okay. So it'll be allowed and on EP. And then and not Watchmen. This is going to be like a different, different version. Yeah. Next story. Sorry, 50, I tried. <laughs> yeah, he's watching. Maybe, maybe if he was 49, but... I got to tell you, that picture may get you happy, but oh, wait, that, that, don't expect them to be back. Half-Baked 2 is in the works. You may get Brewer and, you know, may get Scarface, but Chappelle, Chappelle, he did not like the first movie at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he hated, hated Neil Gaiman, but... He hated all the edits they did. I mean... But nowadays... Still, they have a comedian, Justin Hires, being selected to work on the script for the upcoming film. Now, there's actually no actual information saying that Dave Chappelle has even been approached or anything, so there's still hope, but, like I said, he really wasn't happy with the first one. The script's still in the works, but that's where you can catch him, with a good script to a second film. You could um, just let Chappelle write it. Yeah, let Chappelle be Chappelle, point him in that direction. Because, and, because, that's why I don't have hope in it, because he doesn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, you got the yeah. guy who's doing CBS's MacGyver and who did. We Rush will Hour. not say that name oh, of that God. company, Bob. Right? Forget Thanks. about that. We don't want to be turned off. <laughs> he worked for Bob's MacGyver at Bob's Rush Hour reboot, and he has been recruited in Half Baked Two. Bob's so, MacGyver. Bob's MacGyver. <laughs> that sounds like a porn. <laughs> but, With the mullet. I mean, I don't see. You want to say it one more time for the editor? Nah, <laughs> editor Scott, he's fine with it. So with Half Baked Two, you can't really say that it's going to be good without Chappelle. I, I don't have any hope in that being good without having Thorogood in that movie. 
Chappelle is so brilliant. That first As movie, a comedian, that was like, my favorite oh, movie. That's the all whole through point high of the reason why he left Comedy Central because he was starting to be handcuffed by the whole process. That and he was yeah. getting burned out. So if you let Chappelle be Chappelle, then he realizes he's Dave Chappelle. He yeah. can sell out any stadium, yeah. anywhere in the world. Which he's actually going to be on the Met Philly, you know, yeah. at, for New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, it's all that. He's going to be at the Met Philly, man. I've seen Chappelle live. He's masterful. He's so hilarious, and thank God I saw him in an open air form because he smoked like an entire pack of cigarettes on stage. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, holy crap, man! My lungs hurt for you. <laughs> he got on the Jewel Life on his special for Netflix, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw the the extra specials where he's like in the comedy store. He's got I got another pack of cigarettes. I'm like those poor people. It's like another kind of gas room. So, this story is a different kind of torture. Robert Pattinson, this visual effects guy, keep going down, money shots down here. The visual effects guy was working, uh, on, he's a part sculptor and prop maker for Rees Z FX. He managed to get a hold of Pat, one of Pattinson's old face casts from previous film, and he patched it, matched it up with a Batman cape and cowl. Go ahead and punch on that footage right there. Matched it up with the classic kind of blue uh, blue cowl, gray suit, um, okay. classic Batman. If they went with that as their Batman, now this is, I'm assuming, just fan art at this point, yeah. but that's a good-looking chin. I mean, that's really all you got for a Batman. That's you know what really I mean? Need. That's all you really need for a detective you, Batman film. What, you need, you need that, that guy in the chin. You need that presence in that voice. Yeah. Which, I really, I'm, not, I'm still not happy he's getting his... Batman voice from Willem Dafoe. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like in the last movie Emmett and Willem Dafoe were in, he kind of like based a part of his voice on that, and I was like, I, I don't like that. That's so what? good. That's kind of like, Christian Bale's was bad. Where is he? Right, his voice was bad, but his portrayal as Batman was, was good. It was good. I'm saying it could be that kind of thing, where you really hate his voice. So, but it's well, something to satirize, not really condemn the film for. So, on the spectrum of real, with an octopus on his mouth. That might just be the title of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I meant Hardy, Tom Hardy. Oh, Tom Hardy. I was about to say Tom Holland with so, an octopus on his mouth. That is a that's a weird Spider Verse. <laughs> 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 but I'm, ex I'm I know we gotta wait for it until so like where do you think oh, oh, Mr. Stock. Where do you think it's going to come on the range of Batman from, like, Michael Keaton's being, like, the best to, well, we have a number of Batmans who could be the worst. Surprisingly. I which mean, is a discussion in and of itself. I mean, I'd say the ultimate uh, kind of the scale would so be So where do you Keaton, think he's going to go? Keaton, well, no, I would say, well, you got Adam West, too. Adam West, Keaton, so, so they could separate. Well, just leave good Batman and bad Batman. I think he'll be kind of moderate right now, mediocre, because it's looking, we're getting it's, a rogues gallery. We haven't gotten that since Batman Forever with uh, Schwarzenegger and Uma Thurman. And, and with yeah. all those uh, different Kelman. villains, it would be, it's going to be a careful needle to thread. Although, what was his face? He played Robin. Um, Chris O'Donnell. He didn't do a bad job. No, yeah, I mean, he was a good Robin. He was just in a shitty movie. 
<laughs> yeah. But he was so good on, what was it, NCIS LA. He didn't read the script. So he's not hurting for work. Yeah. He's Chris O'Donnell. But I'm excited for this film. The next story is going to be good, too. When it comes out. And it kind of leaves it open for a second film, because we have heard that supposedly Joaquin Phoenix is not really interested in doing a Joker sequel. Unless he sees a good film, a okay. very good script. So, in a, uh, a behind-the-scenes, 22-minute behind-the-scenes featurette called Joker, Vision, and Fury, uh, Todd Phillips says there's many ways to look at the movie. He might not be Joker. So he's implying that he may not be the real Joker. This is just a, a version of the Joker origin. It's just a version. Uh, it's just a version. This guy telling it in his room at a mental institution. So not really the most reliable source of information, but it's this guy in a mental institution telling you his story of how he became the so, Joker. So it's his hallucination. Yeah, yeah. I, if what, I was walking Phoenix, I'd be version. saying, you know what? I got better things to do. Sorry, I got, he I got, got the thing with the guy. I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> it came out that he got like really kind of borderline there to play that film because he almost got like anemic at one point. Man, you could see a lot of his. Oh movie. yeah, I saw a lot more of Joaquin Phoenix's anatomy than I ever wanted. He was doing some Christian Bale shit there. So, I mean, it's not saying that there is no hope for a, another Joaquin Phoenix movie. It's just if they would have, if they had another idea to do it, they would have done it. Like uh, Damien Lindelof came out uh, for Watchmen and, and they asked him, like, hey, are you going to do another season? He's like, if I would have had any other ideas to do, I would have done it. So that's it. Like, this is it. Now, you can do another one with the Bat- Ver- Battinson vs. Joker with maybe, I don't know, you know, you're really into a rogues gallery, give me another 20 villains or something. I don't know. Maybe make a Legion of Doom movie. Give me a, like a, uh, give me a, a collaborative villain movie against Batman. Yeah. <sighs> See, no. Marvel's already going to do the sin- planning on, well, Marvel, Sony. Sony's planning on working up to a Sinister Six. Yeah, but I... I you don't hear like you got names of like every collective group on the Marvel side, but you don't get that many collective groups on DC side. It's usually yeah. just one person. That's true. Get me in. Get me. It could be a good, a very brand new IP. This is like, this is like Arkham Asylum. All these villains get get put in there. Such a good, such a good game. That it is hope for. But what that DC stopped on that game. They stopped at Batman. They said, nope, we know Batman good. We're going to stick with Batman. Everybody's like, hey, Bat- Superman, Green Lantern, anybody? Hawkman? I'll take Hawkman. You got a Stargirl <laughs> game in there? I'll take Stargirl for this point. No, no, no. Flash, give me something! And no, no, like, no, we got Batman. We I got, got Batman. what you guys want. Oh, yeah? We, you're releasing you want Batman. Batman game? You're releasing the Superman game, Warner Brothers? We're releasing the Batman game. Like, God damn it! Hey. Give me something else! But we gave you a justice... It's like complaining that all I eat for breakfast is cereal and giving me, like, lucky charms. Like, just because you changed the brand doesn't mean shit. Give me something new. Give me some eggs, some pancakes, some waffles. Actually, that sounds amazing. But, <laughs> with ice cream. <laughs> and a side of bacon. Yeah. But, 
I'm really interested in it. Um, I'm just seeing a good Joker movie gave me hopes that they knew what they were doing, but they didn't even really want that movie to happen. So yeah, I see it as a, far, a lightning in a bottle. I, I, that, the problem with DC and you know pre Abrams Warner Brothers is they didn't know what they had when they actually struck it. But they made yeah. a very good Crisis on Infinite Earth up to now. Right, you know what I mean? They're making a very good... The TV side has always been better than the movie side when it comes to Warner Bros. DC. Well, animated-wise, it's just been recent that their live-action TV side has been so good because Arrow was really kind of sliding down there. The only thing that was really holding me into the Arrowverse was Flash, and I kind of fell off on Supergirl, but they said Supergirl was actually getting really good as well. So... I've seen, like, you see in The Crisis, Brainiac. Yeah, I was just going to run through them all when they're all done. Oh, I've watched the first three episodes. It's amazing what they did so far. I just knew I was going to sit through the commercials. I I can't help myself. (laughs) It's superhero addiction. It's real. Superhero addiction. (laughs) So, we cover everything here. The next story, I would imagine this movie would have a lot of motherfuckers. Come on. Samuel L. Jackson wants one more chance to. Uh, he wants one more run as Mace Windu in the Star Wars. Universe. What's to say that he didn't use force powers to, to block him? Oh, oh, you're reading his mind. It right could be here, good. he says that there's a long history of one handed guys that were Jedis having lightsabers that still made it. Jedis can fall from incredible heights and not die like cats. You can't say Jedi's aren't like cats. Not like you, the movie. You can also do not it. Not the movie cats. <laughs> no, not that one. That is a dumpster fire that needs to be set on a blaze with gasoline and, and, a, and a flare. Just, yeah. Just wheel it off, put it in the scoople, we'll be fine. He obviously has strong feelings about the movie cats. <sighs> I saw the I saw the Broadway play. I really it was, it was really really I had bad. No idea why people the play why is just... way better than the movie. Oh well, then that movie is a dumpster fire. <laughs> that we're we're was, with you. We're with you there. That play was asshole. Oh <laughs> my god! I would have rather watched an alley of actual cats <laughs> on stage. Give me actual cats. Like, oh my god, it was an amazing play. I don't know. Well, this one cat was playing with a ball string, right? And then he was just looking so adorable. But this other cat came and tugging from him, that little dick. So then the other cat caught him on the bookshelf and then pushed him off. It was so funny. The whole crowd laughed. You know what? And what, what Robin Williams said about cats, male cats in particular, is... They just piss on shit and it's theirs. Imagine if that was a thing for humans. Oh, it's mine. <laughs> Where did we go? Oh, yeah. Jedis. Like cats. What were we so, talking about? Yeah, we were talking about Jedis. Sam Jackson. Jedis. Motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, yeah. They could also take it in another direction. They could take it um, from him in the past on, like, missions, and you could work the other characters in there. I mean, they did the animated Clone Wars, which I'm going through now on the Disney Plus. I'm watching the Clone Wars. I'll go through all of them. Why not? Um, I pay for the service. I might as well use it. So I'm, I'm going through that, and it's an interesting look at the Clone Wars. It's just, you know, with those films, 
that's one thing that I've always really liked TV for. You have time to really root in and look at the characters and see what those you characters plant are about. The seed and you, you take care of it. We know you are all about planting seeds, all right? All you and your all your forty seven Mormon children. I don't know. You got a lot of you got a whole farm of them out there. Some of, the book. Someone's <laughs> gotta someone's gotta pay for social security. <laughs> but they won't be me. But I mean I would really like to see a Mace Windu series. Even if he did survive, show yeah. me him linking up with Obi Wan Kenobi in in their series there. Yeah, I just yeah. I want Mace Windu a great Jedi. If if we're gonna do Mace Windu, I don't want them to do an origin story. I would like them to do minor flashbacks of how like like how he became a Jedi counselor. But yeah, the yeah, overall story I would want has to be Sam Jackson. Yeah. It would have to be after Order sixty six. Yep. If they brought it all the way forward to after, like, Revenge of the Jedi, I'd be like, where were you, motherfucker? That would be my first, like, be like him just showing up on Luke's <laughs> Jedi Academy, like, oh, you hiring? Fuck you, get out. <laughs> where were you when I wanted to take down a gigantic Death Star? Well, see, what had happened was my passport was blocked by the Empire, and because <laughs> that gentrification. The way that my bank account set up. The way that my bank account set up, the Republic credits don't transfer into the uh, Imperial credits for about a week. So, you know, I kind of feel he'd have some excuses or something. He had to carry the two. <laughs> <laughs> but, promise of what may never come. The next story is something that somebody actually made. This guy made a proto-saber. Scroll down here, you'll see his actual video here. Um, not Men's Health, it's below that. There we go. There it is. You can scroll through this because it's like 17 minutes long. But the proto-saber, he's made this case. Because in Jedi lore, you have a proto-saber pack. And that wires out to the lightsaber. So it's just like... Because that's the thing that they always said was so impossible. Like he has here. For um, a lightsaber is that... One, you can't stop the light. Two, the amount of power that you would need to go through it. And in the beginning part of the video, he goes through and tells you like how much power it would need and how much power this thing is generating. And It's a really good video to go through. And as you can see, he eventually does get it, and it's emanating a lot of heat. A lot of heat off of that. You think? But really cool that he actually went through and uh, made a proto-saber, prototype, if you will. Insane. Vault beater, amp, amperage beater, and he, you know, fluctuate the uh, the power in there so you can, you know, get the right level crispiness to that droid. Here. Where are you, Elon? Let's make this smaller. Not a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> I see that coming out of the boring company. Not so boring, is it? So. Uh, <laughs> We're jumping into it. We're already in Disney, but we're talking about Marvel now. And we'll scroll scroll down here. We see a little bit of Bucky Barnes of what we're going to see in the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Still sporting the Wakanda super arm. And uh, he's rocking the brown uh, tactical gear there. Yeah, he's got but a normal hand. Was he, he's uh, got a glove. He's got a glove he has to put on. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. but uh, Stan said that he's seen the script, obviously, and that we're, he, he says we're going to love it. It's not going to be something like we have ever seen, 
but totally in line with what you know. So I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with U.S. Agent, bring him in there. These Disney Plus series are going to be setting up the mo- you know, the next Phase 4 and all the movies and everything. So scroll down here. They have, uh, there we go. So the next movie we're seeing, Black Widow. Then you get Falcon Winter Soldier. i got to imagine that at least an end credit scene in Black Widow is going to set up Falcon Winter Soldier. Because that's May. Falcon Winter Soldier is fall. Then you have Eternals. So it's right in line with that. So Falcon and Soldier, maybe we get an Eternals Easter egg in there. You get Shang-Chi, WandaVision is setting, and Loki. Loki is setting up Doctor Strange, Multiverse, and the Madness. Okay. So like we go into the next story, Tom Hiddleston revealed that Marvel, uh, the Loki pre-production has begun. Shared it via Instagram. And I noticed uh, his announcement was Team Loki prep officially begun. See you in the new year. So, the series said to have have a female Loki, and that's uh, Sophia DiMartino. She's rumored to be the female Loki, but she's set as a star in it. So, I gotta say, you're gonna have Loki when he takes the test, uh, the uh, time stone. And he goes into that little pocket universe. He's probably stepping out into a female Loki's universe. Like, yo, what the fuck are you doing here, Loki? And then them setting up the multiverse into madness like a slam dunk. I think Doctor Strange is going to be their next real hit. I think Eternals is going to be a sleeper like Guardians of the Galaxy was. Because nobody really knew they wanted that. So I think Marvel has a very intricately placed up chessboard. Everybody, regardless what it is, they just want more. Because they realized Avengers was awesome, Guardians was awesome. People are starting to have faith in, in the Feige. You gotta have Thor faith Dark in the world, Feige. That, that can be a hiccup. Yeah. But, but Agent Carter. But Endgame... Yeah, Agent Shield. Carter was really good. It, it, it was really good. But Endgame redeemed Thor Dark World to allow yeah. him to have that moment with his deceased mom. Yeah, but you had to kind of clean that up at the end. But then again, with after you know episode nine with Star Wars, we can't really go nitpicking hairs. <laughs> I mean, it's just there's so Love much you, JJ. Great, there's so much great content coming out here. Like the next story, this is a casting rumor, and the casting rumor is that one. You know him and love him. Daniel Radcliffe is being eyed for Moon Knight. Mark Spector. You're night hiring. And they say here in the uh, scroll up a bit here, now you see me too. He's quite versatile in that role, so it's not your straightforward role. So he has a little bit of flexibility, at least mentality-wise, as an actor. I want to say that he could be a good Mark Spector. The bottom of this article, he says that he did not want to be the mutant. He did not want to play the mutant. So, uh, okay. assuming he's talking about Wolverine. Because they were, he was rumored to be replacing Hugh Jackman. However, he has since claimed he doesn't want to play that mutant. Doesn't want to play the mutant. The mutant. The, that, he's still condescending. But I'd like to see him as a Mark Spector because that's a very uh, schizophrenic person that may be an interesting character. 
Especially since one of the voices in maybe, his head is maybe the it was just taken out of, Maybe it was just taken out of context. Oh, probably. It's Hollywood and it's the internet. I think British. everything on the internet is taken out of context. Like this next story. The first bit of Fox properties being introduced into the Marvel Universe is going to be in WandaVision. Okay. Okay. And it's really? in the... Uh, what is it? Mon- Monica Rambu? Rambio? Where is it? Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Tayana Paris is the actress. She was seen leaving an office with the Sword logo on the door. You know, Marvel, uh, you know Marvel likes their acronyms. Sentient World Observation and Response Department. Essentially an oh, extraterrestrial yeah. version of S.H.I.E.L.D. They take care of space. And here you see, like, I think they have the picture in there. If you scroll to the side, that's Elizabeth Olsen on the phone, looking like she somebody just told her a puppy died. <laughs> <laughs> but where are you where, going? Where are we at? There's here? more pictures down. There's oh, yeah. an arrow. Did anything uh, pop on the arrow? There you go. You can watch her on her phone call. On her phone call. Now, where does it go? So something nice happened. All that's what I was looking at. That was the original. <laughs> that was the original. Like behind the scenes, I don't want to see her on the goddamn curb. But this one, they have supposedly in another article, they saw the pictures of Monica Rambo um, leaving the Sword office, and Sword was very integral in the Secret Invasion storyline, and was eventually renamed Hammer. By Norman Osborn, which does not mean anything apparently. So, I'd like to see Sword in there. Another little, you know, obviously they're setting up a lot with WandaVision and Loki in that 2000, uh, 2021 year. So it's going to be interesting where they go with that, especially with the Marvel, uh, the Fox properties now being introduced by 2021, 2022. Okay. Because around, I believe, what is it? Twenty twenty two is Defenders, or yes. is that twenty twenty one? It's 21, I believe. 21, because I think that's where the Spider-Man 3 is coming out. And there's rumored to be Daredevil linkage in there. With Charlie Cox! This next story, no Cox, but balls. Dragon balls, that is, you perverts. This <laughs> is uh, the idea they're going with. The all-Asian cast Dragon Ball. Sticking closer to the manga. We're a family show! Closer to the anime and the manga versions of the events that go on. And uh, from the sources, the same one that says Bill Murray was returning in Ghostbusters 3. Apparently they're like his private assistant, because I don't even think Bill Murray knows what he's doing. (laughs) Unless he gets that phone call. The story arc is going to be the first narrative of Dragon Ball Z, which is the Sangoku battling Raditz, and eventually Vegeta. So that's where you're going to start, you know, the beginning of the Dragon Ball Z franchise. Uh, that's a good place to go with an all-Asian cast. Yeah, that's... that's the manga uh, and the anime. I think we... This... I'm really, really praying. Look, this is a Christmas cast, if you haven't guessed it, because it's the 23rd, a couple days before. But that is the one thing I want for Christmas. A really good Dragon Ball Z film. That's what I want. Just one. I don't even want a franchise. Give me one good film. I'll take it. I'm not greedy. If you give me more, I'll take them. But only if they're good. I'm a very picky gifter. you're asking for a lot. I'm a picky gifter. I'll admit that. But I don't think that's a bad thing. It's not that difficult. But I'm really interested to see what they, get, what they do with this, man. 
I'm We're really interested I'm, in money, I'm, money, I'm money. I'm afraid what, 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 what you're going to say that I got you for Christmas. <laughs> Dick. Only when it comes to films. <laughs> but, I mean, that's what I, I would love nothing more than seeing a really good Dragon Ball film. So from Balls to Socks, Puma has released uh, Gaming Socks. No, this won't make you over 9,000. This is the Dragon Ball again. story here. There we go. Puma gaming socks, eighty euros. That those are expensive socks. Gaming socks. Yeah. Now, and they were saying they also have oh, Pikachu socks. Yeah, that's the that's the uh, socks in question there. That looks like a shoe. Good sole coverage. It looks like a rock climbing shoe. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It looks like rock you know what you know what it is? It's a wrestling it's, shoe. It's no, it's yeah. it's. Remember those? Remember those shoes that were skeletos? Mm. They were shoes that just fit in your toe. Like, they actually had indents for your toes. I did So they just redid them and just made them, like, a sock, but it's actually the same, same well, concept. this is a little bit this different. This is stupid. Puma wants you to pay for active gaming footwear created with uh, console gamers in mind, so they're not worried about me. Um, designed for indoors and arena use. So if you're going to the link, don't worry. You can bring your Puma socks, and they're made for arena use. Yeah, but, you know, just like Chris Rock said, you don't want to get in a fight because someone stepped on your Puma. <laughs> <laughs> and if you look at the link, that's not a lot of support. Somebody steps on your foot, you're going to feel that. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's, no, there's, there's no armor. It's just a sock. Armor is negative two. <laughs> No resistance to water. <laughs> Good friction for all you need. You ever notice when you're a console gamer and you're laying back, you want to move forward, but you can't really get the grip to move forward fast enough. You need Puma socks. Don't worry, they're 80 bucks. Do you want to be good, scrub? <laughs> Fucking noob! This only improves your KD ratio on Call of Duty by two kills. Oh, so I'll get two kills. Yes. <laughs> Maybe I need these $80 socks. I have 18 deaths. <laughs> you know what? Plus or minus two kills. That friction material gift you get for your deck with the sticker, I get a couple of them, and I'll get a couple of like Kmart Hanes socks, and I'll put that on the bottom. And that'll be my cheap market knockoff uh, Puma socks. I'll call them Matman socks. <laughs> no, don't even, don't even tarnish your name. Just, you know, make them like... The, like I'll call them my socks. <laughs> my M-A socks. S-O-X, because we're scandalous. Just just, just flip Puma and go, a-boof. A-boof. <laughs> that, that may be taken differently in a, a couple different countries. I don't, I, I don't want to upset the flow. We got Guado! <laughs> So, socks aside, the next story is a little bit of a, well, I'm not gloating, but I can't say I'm surprised that one Mr. Henry Cavill joins the PC Master Race, and it's not necessarily that he joins it. He's an avid PC gamer. He was talking about, uh, openly about how he's been, like, neck deep in a five-man World of Warcraft dungeon. So, he's a WoW player. He also was, uh, Raised on playing Half-Life and throwing up land servers, as well as uh, 
Does he know he's not supposed to eat land servers? Is that what he's doing wrong? <laughs> and then he was also saying how he played The Witcher multiple times and beat it on multiple difficulties, and which means, you know, the blood and broken bones difficulty, the top layer. He's been on that one. So he's definitely a glutton for punishment, just how I want my Superman. Hey, if he can, if he can handle it. And he says that he much prefers staying in rather than going out and, uh, you know, and clubbing and stuff like that. You want to really feel bad? You want to really feel bad about yourself? Scroll up a bit so we can see the man. Uh, right down there? Yeah, all right, fine. That man right there, he's 36. Ah! You feel good about yourself? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> 33. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm not Henry Cavill. <laughs> Even if I hit the gym every day today, I would never look like Henry Cavill. Well, you're not tall. Look, man. <laughs> you don't know what they're I'm doing. I'm not with, either, but. You don't uh, know what they're doing with 3D printers. Break a bone, add a little bone in there, break another bone, add another little bone in there. I'm telling you, add a couple stem cells in there for good measure. I think your bones would kind of expel that and kill you first. Well, we're just going to have to try. They actually do that for. You're going to be the $600 man, not the $6 million man. You'll be, no, you'll be $599. $599 man. Well, that's my budget. <laughs> Look, I want you to do this, but on a budget of $599. Oh, like six hundred dollars? No, 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 no. Five dollars and ninety-nine cents. Ninety-nine cents. Let's go. Let's make it happen. So, like this next story, they're trying to make it happen. Capcom having a, a you know pretty smash hit year for them. What we can consider a smash hit year for Capcom. <laughs> they had two two really solid uh, titles with the Resident Evil Two remake, Devil May Cry Five. And they gotta still, give them that. Well, they're still riding off of uh, Monster Hunter with the expansion from that too. The DLC that they came out, yeah. especially that what was it, Icebreaker, Iceborne, Iceborne, uh, that with the December uh, release or was that earlier? October, yeah. yeah. But they keep rolling out the DLC for that, and they're said to have been diving further in, uh, further back into their catalog of old IPs, which is where this is coming up. Now, this is still a little bit of speculation. But the Japanese trademark filing, uh, a couple of filings have been made in Capcom's name for a couple different titles you may know, like Mega Man, Power Stone, Darkstalkers, and even Dino Crisis. I would love to see another Power Stone. Mm. That was a good game. I'd really like to see an updated, even a remake of, Di of Dino Crisis. I, did you play Dino Crisis? I played Dino Crisis. Did I you mean, finish it? No. Uh, there's very rare <laughs> games. <laughs> that's not on the list. I, that, that, that last question was rhetorical. Yeah, that was a, but that was a, a rental. And I, I like the like Mega Man. That was those were always that's a, a game I, that I, I played think through. We'll never get it. I, I, you know, I played through it like three or four times, and I finished the game multiple times, um, and then. Like I always had that that thing of had to finish the game first, then I'll game truck the shit out of it, and that was just fun to do. The game shark, oh man, get the cheat code <laughs> in there. But that added that added to my replay value because I would play the game first without any cheats. Like, well, in some games you couldn't get past levels without that, like uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or you couldn't get past it without without the or no, what was the one that I'm thinking of? Um, it was a very pop Ninja Gun. Need it. There was no. There was a one part. It was almost next to impossible to get by 
in, in the original NES Ninja Gaiden. Now, a I, angry I went video game, angry video game. I went through it. I, I, I put the time in and I beat it. But you are just a masterful. The, the end boss is your father. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> with Dino Crisis <laughs> and stuff, I still think there's a lot of there's a lot of promise for other old games to be remade. You know, to be brought back. And I proposed the question to him, like, what would you want to see? Because v a lot of VR games, if it's the right property, it's interesting to me. Like Batman or the Iron Man VR. Yeah. What game would you like to see, or even Half-Life VR, what game would you like to see as a VR game? Even if it's an older classic title, what would you want to see come back? Oh, that's, that's, that's a tough one. Super Mario Brothers 1? And the VR? Yeah. That would be a dope little classic. I would like to see, I mean, even if you got, like, uh, Modern Warfare, the original, like, the first one, you do that as a VR, that would be a nice VR experience. A nice tap, a nice hey, shooter. Pair that up with my, with my haptic feedback strap, that would be awesome. You know, you get that VR technology in there to where you're like, okay, all right, well, I'd like to do that. Like, a nice shooter, a nice fighting game. Give me like a Street Fighter or give me uh, like a Tekken. Uh, they have VR. a um, they have the Apollo Creed boxing game for a PlayStation. That's actually pretty good. And um, you know, give me a nice action adventure. Give me an Assassin's Creed VR. Um, not saying that would not be. You would definitely need to take breaks. That motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All the spinning. That would get you sick. <laughs> <laughs> It probably, you know what, it probably wouldn't turn out right, you know. Um, but no, like when uh, my, my dad was here dropping VR also. would be just, you, you're sitting there, all you would technically like do is jumping. Flight simulator. Yeah. Flight simulator VR. Tell me that wouldn't be amazing. That would be awesome. And you get NASCAR, into like. Maybe a NASCAR, like a good NASCAR VR. Yeah. A, a good racing game. Gran oh, Turismo. Project Cars 2. Gran Turismo has a VR for it too. Yeah. And that, I mean. When you're looking at it, like I could probably get the VR, but that's like I I don't know, like buying a, a fucking 4K TV, you know, and strapping it to your face. That's the price point you're looking at there, like a, a QLED smart TV, not like I went to Walmart and I got a a discount 4K. I mean, a decent one. <laughs> <coughs> that's kind of the level we're talking about, though, um, but and that's what keeps me away from this. It, it's so in this being, I want them so let them trademark Dino Crisis. Let them bring out, remaster all three versions of Dino Crisis just to get everybody's palette re-wet with that. And then bring out a connected story maybe in an alternate universe or somehow it's transported that way. Yeah. And that would uh, be a very good way to segue and to bring that, that user base back. Now, do you want to see horror games get into the VR? Absolutely. Yeah, I, that not me. I'm staying far away from. Absolutely, that. I don't need to see like Dead Space VR. That that's not something I need to see. I think I played the first Dead Space game back in the day. That was really a good, good game. Not something I want to see in VR. Fear, not a game I want to see in VR. I'm yeah, like, fear will fuck with your head. Man. That's why, I'm like, I don't want to see that in VR. Like, that's not an experience. I the uh, sacrifice on PlayStation. Oh, the uh, Sacrifice Sensua. Yeah, uh, no. yeah, yeah. I, that's, a, that's a game of little fucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's an, they're making the second one, too. They, that's all, that's all about mental illness right there. That's just straight up mental illness. Yeah, that, that, that's what they were saying during the Game Awards. It was a big game of mental illness. 
I mean, that, that's I've seen it on Steam. I've just I was like, Ugh, what are you? There's something weird in the fridge. You're not really sure of. Like, I don't know. Are you speaking yet? No. Okay. But it's still worth a play. Well, I'll, I'll check it out once it gets on sale. Free on Game Pass. But the next story is uh, another little bit of hope, especially on the wake of Star Wars news. <sighs> we have a job listing and Respawn, the Apex Legends developer, is uh, lighting up their lightsaber for another go. Maybe Fallen Order 2, maybe another title, but they still have several years with their licensing agreement with Disney. So, the job posting is for an action-adventure game. Titanfall and Apex Legends under the belt. It's definitely right up their alley. And Fallen Order, from what I played of it, still had good mechanics for a Star Wars game. Um, it's, it's really good game. Yeah. And even it's Battlefront so 2, with the additional content they've been putting out, it has me saying, maybe I should re-download that. Maybe you should hop Battlefront 2, from, from when it first was incepted to now, is 180 degrees a completely different game. And that's what my buddy told me. And the, like, the, the game has come full circle of where it should have been about three-fourths away through its uh, life cycle. Of that's how it should have been the first game. <laughs> Fuck all that. It should have been like that from the beginning. That's what I'm telling you. It's like three-fourths yeah. of that of the game's life cycle until this date yeah. should have been... That should have been launched. Yeah. And then the, the last... The last, you know, one fourth of it has been like, air you know, like thank you content of them, you know, people like the audience sticking with the game. So, uh, the I do see a lot of people still playing it. I have a lot of friends on both Xbox and PS4 that are still playing it. Both a lot of friends are on Steam and uh, on uh, Xbox for Windows are still playing it. So, it's it's getting, you know, it has a lot of. You know, a lot of customer base still there because it is, you know, it's bringing people back. Yeah, and that's the staying power of the game. If it is a solid game, the gameplay will bring the fans back, and that's why I yeah. even want to get back in there and start playing. There's a mode for everybody, everybody that likes stuff. You know, Star Wars fan or just gaming fan. There's something for everybody. A lot like this game, they're going to be bringing in a couple things here. The engineer listing. They have a senior character arts level designer, and senior software engineer posting up. And the, the engineer is uh, creating an incredible Star Wars experience and who's invigorated by coding a third-person action game. Yeah. Invigorated is a strong I don't think word. anyone... I've done coding. I don't think anyone has ever said, oh, I feel so invigorated by this. Well, they had to use a word that EA didn't, like... Butcher, so <laughs> I mean, even still, man, invigorated. Do you feel invigorated by this job? Oh, yes, yeah, Peter. Hi, how you doing? But the next story, um, there was a little uh festival that happened, the Jump Fest happened, and they released a little bit of footage for Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, and it shares uh, future trunks gameplay footage. So scroll down here. Uh, they have that, and they also have the Fusion uh, trailer. The Future Trumps trailer is a lot. Shows a lot of uh, first his first get there. You <coughs> skip forward a bit here, and no, skip back a little bit. Uh, it shows the fight with Frieza. A lot more of the battle mechanics. X out of that. A lot more of the battle mechanics with it. And can we make it bigger? 
There we go. Just like a death ball. Just got bigger. Giggity. And still in Japanese, but they're going to translate the English. But like a lot of these anime games, they're not going to be English dubbing it. That would be way too expensive for a Japanese game developer to have a whole bunch of American uh, voice actors who were synonymous with these characters probably have a a big uh, price tag. No, not necessarily, because some of these, like, when when they're doing these IPs, they probably get signed on for the long haul to do it, because that's part of their contract. Full-on contract, contract deal, yeah. yeah. Mm. And Trunks, future Trunks especially, always a great character in the Dragon Ball games when you get mm-hmm. to play him, because he has that move, always great, and his sword, having that in the gameplay. And, yeah, you can skip around here. He's just kind of, once again, fishing. They love fishing. It's Japan. Um, that that was cool because he's going to destroy the Red Ribbon Tower, and he's just got into a random encounter fight, and that's where he's beating up that little bot. And <clears throat> you usually get hit by a couple different characters, switching through, and you, all of them are attacking you at the same time. And they're in kind of like a snowy landscape, probably an off uh, you know old Red Ribbon Army. This may even be like a version of Trunks's reality. Um, they only speak Japanese in the trailer. And uh, I have not learned that. Not yet, huh? Not no, I'm yet. sorry. I didn't mean to make that seem like I was going to. I'm never oh. going to learn Japanese. Oh, okay. No, that is way too difficult. I'm never learning Japanese. I was going to say, I had the Rosetta Stone on my PC. Good. Yeah, Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Actually, all the radiation, all that much uh, radiation, too much of it is bad for your brain. <laughs> <laughs> but they also show off Goten and uh, Trunks becoming Gogeta and the Boo Saga. So this is going through the whole thing. And it's coming out January 17th, so that's right on the other side of the holidays. It's coming out on all the major platforms, PC, PS4, and Xbox One. So it's a good RPG, especially for Dragon Ball going through in an RPG fashion. You haven't seen this since, like, the handheld game they did. Uh, Back, I think, I want to say that was maybe DS or... Vita. Uh, uh, Vita. Vita? Was that? Battle of the Gods. Is Vita. Yeah, was that? Well, there was one before Battle of the Gods. Um, I want to say, well, there were a couple of them on the Game Boy Color that were like almost like a Legend of Zelda kind of top scroller, yeah. and you got into the fights like that. Yeah, but that was it, like Game Boy Advance ish. Yeah. Yeah. So for the end segment, Big Brother had an idea for end segment. Yeah, I've been playing Oblivion again. Uh, lately, so I was thinking, if you could have a pet, for, like from that's uh, one of the uh, creatures that attacks you, or one of the non-humanoid creatures, which one would you have? That would be domesticated. Yeah, you're, you're, it's domesticated. <laughs> it's okay. Domesticated. Out of the whole Elder Scroll. No, you get a dragon. You gotta tame <laughs> that motherfucker. You gotta tame. No pussy in that. You come, gotta tame a dragon. Yeah, they come trained. Better than a dog. That's DreamWorks. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Different company. It doesn't exist. There's a train and dragon. No crossing the stream. Sorry. Different movie. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, obviously, you know, I'd be picking the dragon. Because, one, I would be able to fly. Two, yeah, they'd be expensive to feed, but I would be able to fly. Make a nice saddle. Uh, maybe like a nice little cage 
Like a camper. Just wait till you have to Set buy your, your first cow, and that and you need like seven, seven of them a day. day. Who says you have to buy? You just say, go eat. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it would be like sharks, where they only grow as big as their environment. Okay. Because that would be cool, because then, normal dragon, like, you know, like Link with wings. That'd be terrifying, never mind that. But... <laughs> Especially when you're coming through the door, you'll be barking and be coming out of you. I mean, because Wolf, I mean, yeah, we we already done that, but real life game, um, millions of years, well, not millions, but what kind of character would you go with? Because the lizard people, that'd be pretty entertaining. Well, the lizard people uh, are the, uh, starts with an A. The throwback would be Falcor from Neverending Story. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, no, not them. Like, like the uh, they have like the scamp, those fire women. Yeah, uh, the yeah. fire. I'm not gonna. Or lie. the uh, kind of helpful, especially when you're trying to. Yeah, seriously, if it's domesticated, you could totally. Well, if it's domesticated, that means it won't burn down your house. Yeah. 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 Like, no, your house the isn't carpet. gonna. Because if not, that's a lot of flame retardant material. They also have those stone, those stone argonaut things. Yeah, man, and nice just the rocks. Mm-hmm. Was there was there a water one? Yeah, they had fire and water. Um, I don't know if there was a water one because Oblivion had the. It's uh, mostly like a hellscape. Was it the Kajat? Yeah, the Kajat. Yeah, man, give me a Kajat. Uh, it's kind of like a partner, you know, like a like a link, but a Kajat, you know, just kind of my buddy. So I'm not saying like he has to be friend. mentally, not mentally, you know, I'm just like a kajot around the house, you know? Just like, hey, buddy, no, I got dinner already. Like, thanks, man. So, so you'd like a friend a who's a kajit? Yeah, I, okay. I, want a, I want a kajit butler. That's what you'd I'm, like a kajit friend. No, okay. narrowing this down here. That, yeah, yeah, a kajit butler. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, be pretty nice. That's, uh, that's a tough one for me. Mage, put him on a leash out back. <laughs> Just bring him inside when I need something conjured. Go real dark and be like, you know, grab a clicker from Last of Us. <laughs> Why would you want that as a pet? That thing can't love you back, Chris. A mage might. A dragon probably won't. But a kajot, that's a that's a face you can trust. Actually, and cat, he, so it's probably going to want to charge him rent too. <laughs> Actually, the Kajat's a cat, so that would be, uh, they would just want to kill you. Like all cats. They're the devil. Because <laughs> like Bob. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, yeah, but I thought that would, that's a really great, interesting kind of spin to it, to where we can kind of go off of that in different kind of uh, levels, um, in different kind of areas and genres, of where what kind of species would you like as a pet? From yeah. all games, from yeah. from any game, that's 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 a that's a listing. Because mm. that one, I would need time to look through and be like, well, which one's what I want? Charizard. I would want actually, because I was thinking, <laughs> you know what, Pikachu would be really handy. Well, you want that? If you can find a way, seriously, just find a way for Pikachu to like power up like a capacitor. And then distribute that through the house. Then you could just be like, "Hey, Pikachu, I'm gonna we need you to do every it. time you fill up that capacitor, we're good." 
You could do it with batteries in the basement. He could charge all the batteries. Tesla coils. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're waiting for you. Pikachu would be my ultimate buddy. Sorry, buddy. But he would be <laughs> ultimately. I would imagine that his lifespan would probably be around the same as this little guy. You know, not a lot of blood. Us shorter people and things, we tend to live longer. Well, at least people. At least, well, people will think. Um, okay. We got like 8,700 already, so I got yeah, a while to catch up to you. One more minute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, that's a tough one. I would have to get back on that one. Man. Charizard's too big. Can't fit him in here. And uh, We're a suburb life, you know? Squirtle, that'd be kind of cool, but once again, the water. Really, I'm, I'm thinking practical, practicality wise, it's got to be Pikachu. Or Bulbasaur. Yeah. Bulbasaur would be cool, yeah, but Charmander, no, he's going to burn down the house. Yeah, Bulbasaur would probably, would probably be the next best thing because yeah. you, can at least, you can at least be like, hey, give me a vine, and then you can fashion that into paper and, and wood and shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, you'd be able to plant practice. that shit. Practicality. I want some food. <laughs> I would also like to see that as like a, a like a comic spinoff of like a, a post-apocalyptic Pokemon world. <laughs> Call it Poke Poke Apocalypse. <laughs> oh, oh, I've got a goddamn show right there. Poke Apocalypse. <laughs> and then you're using your Pikachu. You got like a farm of Pikachu's that just supply power. Oh man, you can make it like Walking Dead meets Pokemon. Then you have zombie Pokemon too. Really, well, I would day. kill myself after hearing Pika <laughs> the whole time. Especially Pika, 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 Pika. I like to say, I don't know. Makes their job better. Can't stop it, man. Um, Who are you, the Disney Empire? You don't like singing? Not in the office, Janet. I told you. <laughs> um, what about <laughs> a death claw. when you were when you were starting oh, that death claw? That'd be great for security. Nobody <laughs> breaking into your house. Or your Nobody. car. Yeah. Or your car. <laughs> You're just going to leave your doors unlocked? Yeah. Why? Death claw on the trunk. There you go. <laughs> Nobody's going anywhere near. Fuck your trunk, monkey. I got a death claw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. In this reality that we are, I will ultimately have to stick with the little um, rug rat here. But it would be nice, even like uh, Gyarados. Yeah. Man, I'm just going through like the catalog in my head. Ifrit from Final Fantasy. Boom! Just getting Ifrit? Or even uh, Yeah, but your house would be going. You can summon him. You don't have to summon him right here. Be like, hang on, let me summon Ifrit outside. He comes via meteor. By the way, that's why I don't have any neighbors anymore. <laughs> Plenty of parking spaces now. Ifrit took care of that. Summon Leviathan near near a hydro plant and be like, got your power. <laughs> Give me money. Broke your levy. Sorry, New Orleans. <laughs> Goddamn Garanos! Uh, summon Shiva up at the uh, the uh, the uh, North Pole and South Pole to yeah. you know to combat global warming. There you go. <laughs> cool them shits down. Cool them shits down. There yes. you go. The genie from Aladdin to get yourself a bunch of wishes. 
Uh, you can't wish for more wishes, but I can wish for you to have wishes. And then your last wish, you can wish for me to have wishes again. There's no way. I don't think that works. Little round robin of wishes, and you get like a council of wishes. No, so how you can do that? Although absolute power corrupts absolutely, so then by, as soon as I get it, I'm never handing that shit off. No, you just say, I wish for this person to have to be the next in line to have the lamp. So you get two wishes, and you wish for the next person in line. You just make it go into the circle. Or you could just go, hey, dude, I got this lamp. <laughs> and he comes out, like, got it here. You can, I'm using my last wish on me, but like... Yeah, pass it off like hey, man, there you go. But what, what if what if he has a rule that uh, if you make it make the last wish, the lamp disappears? That awesome. That'd be an awesome twenty like twenty four kind of series. Well, I don't think it really dis- ever disappeared in the. Uh, the no, it didn't disappear because well, it only Jafar disappeared when it. he wished away the lamp. Yeah, Jafar just took that shit and he had three wishes, and then he got it back, and he was like, "All right, what's your last wish?" And then he wished for Genie to be free. Sorry, Gene, right. So we didn't that. see. We didn't see what the hypothetical would be. But I, I, I would imagine you. I would make my three wishes, and then you could be like, "Boom, there you go, dude." Yeah. Well, yeah. What I'm saying is, is, like, what if that, like, what if there's a clause in that after the third wish, the the lamp goes back to its resting place? I but, think you're thinking a little bit more ahead of ahead of the times there, but I mean, yeah, if you had that, you're putting a lot there, of thought into this. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't ask Jeannie to clarify because that be, could be confused as a wish, and then you're down one wish just trying to clarify the wishes that you get. You gotta be smart, like a street rat, like a lad. <laughs> Bringing it back. I don't know how we got here from Skyrim, but I'm sticking with it. <laughs> um, it would definitely be, jeez, um, a chocobo. Or a Yoshi. Check yeah. because they can heal you. Mm. They can heal you. They can cure diseases and heal you just by whistling at you. Yeah, you get one of the Zorns from uh, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Fish people. That'd be a good pet. <laughs> Never have any short supply of sushi. Joe Gilmore. <laughs> Thank you for watching, buddy. Just watched Star Wars. Yeah, and uh, so did we. So I'll definitely talk to you about that tomorrow at work. Joe's uh, up there at work with me, and he's the other Star Wars nerd there. Okay. But, uh, yeah, man, it's definitely uh, a good end segment there. We're going to have to keep exploring into this segment because it's definitely something to where if you just take like the individual species of a game and you break it down into what you would actually find useful... I know we touched on it earlier. Give me the girl from Fear as my domesticated pet. God, what is with you and all those demented? Like, ah, oh, you got a clicker. I want the girl from Fear. You want the girl from you the Ring too? She can produce some really cool shit. <laughs> Nobody's coming near your house if you got both of them on your front yard. <laughs> Don't go to his house on Halloween. Why? People haven't come back. <laughs> Although the ones that did did get a full size Snickers. Like, all right, I'm going to try anyway. I'm going to try anyway. It's full size Snickers. Come on. Does he have Reese's? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. King size. I don't care what happens to me. <laughs> like, look, bitch, you're in my way of getting king size Reese's. 
Hang on a second. <laughs> At least wait till I get it. <laughs> I would try to justify, you know. You know, well, no, I try to bargain. Darmamo, I've come to bargain. It wouldn't go as well for me. I don't have a time stone. <laughs> but but you do have an ocarina. <laughs> yes, I do. I chase Link around the house with it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fun little game we play. And by game, I torture him. But we end off this podcast the same way every time. Thanking you, loyal listeners and watchers. And um, Kevin. And Kevin. We want to thank Rory Carroll for liking the last podcast, which was um, PC Envy. Go to the... Uh, no. It was named something. It was named something, and it was hilarious. PC and uh, PC envy. He has Thor circle things. <laughs> and of course, you can check out Rise of Skywalker. Spoiler alert! There, um, we thank people for commenting. The bots. I love your beautiful comments. So nice. So nice. Check out my bio. I'm never. <laughs> uh, such a nice chat. Thank you, bot. I appreciate it. You know, our computer overlords really are very nice. <laughs> They're very polite. Very polite. We want to thank our loyal listeners, uh, Amy, Moy, Teddy, and Matthew Kennedy for watching. We thank you, and every week we say this. Game on, boys and girls. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Another pack of cigarettes. I'm like, those poor people. It's like another kind of gas room. We're going to stick with Batman. Everybody's like, hey, Bat Superman, Green Lantern, anybody? Hawkman? I'll take Hawkman. Have you got a Star Girl <laughs> game in there? No, I have not learned that. Not yet, huh? Not no, I'm yet. sorry. I didn't mean to make that seem like I was going to. I'm never going to learn Oh, okay. People haven't come back. <laughs> Although the ones that did, did get a full-size Snickers. Like, Pizza. 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 Okay, so we talked a lot. And we did talk a lot. We did. We talked all about it. But that was such a good movie. Star Wars, The uh, Rise of the Skywalker. It was really good. They tied all the ends up in neat little bows. They did. They did. I think, I still think I had a conversation. And we had a sociological discussion about the power vacuum. Yes, but... He worked for Bob's MacGyver and Bob's Rush Hour. I'll cut that out and I'll start there. One, two, three. He worked for CBS's MacGyver. Yeah! <laughs> it. Flubs. Beep, beep. We're shutting it off. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. Bye. <laughs>